0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard with another big weekend of big midweek, I should say, of football just around the corner. Neil Lennon says he's quite comfortable about his position as Celtic manager. Rangers turn their attentions back to Europe and Royal Antwerp. Jim Goodwin says he's out 10 years of underachievement at St Mirren after signing a new contract. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. And it seems quite strange to have a quiet Tuesday night with any, without any football live here in Scotland tonight, but it's definitely the calm before the storm, Gordon. Celtic V Aberdeen for starters at this time tomorrow night the Dons looking to finally break this five game scoring duck St Mirren v Hamilton at the same time with the Ackies who I saw on Saturday seeking to build on those outstanding displays against Rangers and Motherwell and of course Rangers themselves back in Europa League action on Thursday night in the last 32 first leg in Antwerp and with all that to look forward to it's early to bed for the Dazzler tonight Yeah I'm looking forward to this week Gordon a lot of good exciting football a lot to play for Obviously Aberdeen got a terrible record against Celtic at Celtic Park. Celtic um, try to keep that winning run going. Neil Lennon came out today saying that he's happy with his situation. It'll be interesting to hear what the supporters say about that. And then you've got St Mirren aiming to get into that top six against a Hamilton Aki's team that are in good form. A point against Rangers and a very comfortable win in the Lanarkshire Derby. So, And then Thursday night, European football is back and looking forward to Rangers. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need, so don't hang about. Get in touch with the guys tonight and let them know what is on your mind. Gordon's quite right, Neil Lennon. Uh, some very, very interesting comments from him today regarding his own position at the club and where he sees it going amid uh, this ongoing review that Ian Bankier spoke about yesterday so Celtic fans what do you make of that I'll play the clip in just a second Rangers back in European action Jim Goodwin happy um, to look forward after signing that new St Mirren contract as well so lots happening pick up the phone 01419511025 the thing about a Tuesday night is we're always kind of halfway stuck in the middle between Lingering thoughts from the weekend And looking forward Gordon What did you make of the weekend's football? Um, yeah I think um, You look at the overall I am I think that Obviously the, the championship's gone I think Rangers are going to win that uh, Depends how many points It's just a case of Can Celtic keep it going? Can they keep winning games? The excitement for me is uh, At the bottom of the table You know Everyone writes off Hamilton What a week they've had Four points out of six they thrashed Motherwell 4-1 at Fir Park in the Lancashire Derby. Kilmarnock, the new manager bounce hasn't kicked in yet. Uh, St Mirren, you know, that's a fairy tale. Jim Goodwin, an ex-player, an ex-legend, a guy who led them to, you know, Cup uh, Triumph, uh, you know, signing a new contract, very happy with the work he's doing. So a lot going on in Scottish football just now. And uh, Ed- Edward backed his best with two terrific goals against St Johnston Sunday. It's never quiet, Roger. That's the on-the-pitch side that Gordon has covered off. And, and, you know, last night, Ian Bank here discussing Neil Lennon's position or this ongoing performance review. We're about to take that on by hearing from Neil Lennon. Uh, we await to hear Rangers' findings to their own internal investigation into alleged COVID breaches at the weekend. So, never a quiet day here. No, never a quiet day. And listen, Neil Lennon addressed it again today. Um, I think Celtic are in that position now, and I agree with that. I think the title has gone as far as Celtic are concerned. They will now be planning ahead for next season There's probably no Scottish Cup to go at either this season So 
Peter Lowell is already heading out the door this summer And I think now it's up to the Ian Bankiers, Dermot Desmonds, Dominic Mackays To start planning for a future And the big question for them is, is Neil Lennon part of that future? Celtic fans, what do you think? Let's kick off with those comments today 01419511025 Loads of you have been having your say on social media I can see you, so why not step up and give us it on the phones 01419511025 The Celtic manager, Neil Lennon, insisting he's quite comfortable in his position as manager Amid that ongoing review of performances Chairman Ian Bankier stressed yesterday the board won't make any hasty decisions they might regret and Neil Lennon says it's not something he's worried about. But what do you think? Give us a call. That's natural every season, regardless of you know whether the club announced the review in December. You're always being reviewed. I, I do agree with him that you know the performances are the on-field results have have been disappointing. Um, not something we're looking to rectify between now and the end of the season in terms of the finances. You know we're not immune to. You know the difficulties of the pandemic, but um, we're still quite strong financially and and quite robust. I mean, you're never secure in in your role as a manager anyway, especially when you've been through you know difficult times. But um, yeah, I'm quite comfortable with the way um, my position is at the minute, and um, until that changes, you know, I'll give my best every day. Is it the reality, Roger? And we'll find out in the phones, I guess. But to get your opinion on it first, does this act as a? Is this like a? A red rag to the Celtic fans Who already wanted Neil Lennon out anyway And won't change their minds on that And haven't changed their minds And then to hear him talk about being quite comfortable Just gets them even more annoyed And to the the few perhaps who are remaining I don't know the number But who, who are still backing Neil Lennon um, They won't change their minds either Have the, the lines been drawn a long time ago And this yeah. stuff just underlines existing positions I think so If you, if you just take Neil's words there in isolation You know, you're never secure in your role as a manager You're always being reviewed that's the truth I mean Martin O'Neill Who brought Neil Lennon To Celtic 20 years ago Used to say You're only three defeats Away from a crisis As an old fund manager But I think Neil Has had his three defeats He's had his crisis And I think The majority of Celtic fans Have made their mind up About Neil Lennon's future And when I say At the top of the show there That you know Dermot Desmond Ian Bankier Dominic Mackay The incoming chief exec Have to make a decision About whether or not Neil Lennon is part Of the future Going forward I think they will have to Take into consideration the views of the Celtic support Otherwise the Celtic support Won't be buying season tickets Won't be buying merchandise And won't be putting their money Into the football club The way they have done In the past Gordon ultimately Neil Lennon Is right In, in that sense Yes you're always under review Technically as a as a Celtic or Rangers manager but, but that's not what's going on here is it We've got the club publicly Talking about a review Of performances You've got fans who a couple of months ago Were outside the stadium Demanding change of of some sort This is not just another Old firm manager Who's under the general review of No I, th- I think Neil knows The pressure that he's under I think he knows uh, um, The seriousness of the situation That he's in But he's saying all the right things Gordon I, I totally th- I totally believe that Neil Lennon In his own head In his own mind Thinks that You know If he can keep winning games If he can get these performances up He's got the Rangers game coming out. There's a there's some supporters out there for Neil Lennon for next season. Me personally, I can't see it, but I know that there's some supporters that would like to see Neil carry on. That's up to the board. When he says he's comfortable, I think he's comfortable in the fact that he knows it's going to be a decision made at the end of the season, and he's quite happy to go along with that and see what happens. Like every other manager, you you can't second guess football, especially in management, Gordon. 
Right 01419511025 Brian is a Celtic fan From Pollock What do you make of that Brian hearing Neil Lennon there? Uh, well, I don't I wouldn't expect Anything much else From him To be honest with you What else is he going to say And I think it's It's the same with the board It's obviously The things that you saw Coming out in the last week or two That they're going to be changing The way things are done It's Technical director Director of football Whatever you want to call it That's Somebody's going to be Put in that role So I think it would be Obvious that You're not going to change The manager until that person is appointed Because they're going to have a say in that You would think Yeah and I guess that makes sense We always hear that if you're going to Employ a director of football and a manager Then it, needs, you know, it should be the director of football first So as a Celtic fan then Are you now content with that? I'm not saying you're necessarily happy With the way things have gone But, but given where we're at Are you content with it to play out like that? Well It seems to be They rode the storm through the worst there, as you can say, December, January time, so I don't think they're going to be pulling any triggers now. They're obviously going to let things play out, get whoever they think is right in place for the changes that are coming, and then they'll deal with planning the next step, which seems odd. Seems, seems like the sensible thing to do anyway. I just wish it had been done a bit sooner. Roger, does that that make sense? If you, if there's going to be any sort of restructure, you might as well do that first. Um, according to, to yeah, Brian. I, I remember a while back, um, before Rangers appointed Pedro Cashina, I think they just put a statement out one night saying they were going to appoint a sporting director and then they were going to appoint a manager, and the sporting director would have a say in the appointment of the manager. And they end up they didn't get the sporting director they were looking for at the time, and they appointed Pedro Cashina, and the rest, as they say, is history. And I think it is important if you're going to put a structure like this in place that you get the sporting director in first and allow him to work with the board and make an appointment of a manager or a head coach or however you're going to title him because you see how Rangers have benefited laterally from bringing in Ross Wilson to work with Stephen Gerrard. Many people have been on this show talking about how Rangers recruitment's been successful with the sporting director working with the manager type thing. So I would suspect that if this structure is going to be put in place at Celtic Park, Celtic would want the sporting director in first and allow him to have a say with Dermot Desmond, the Ian Banker and the board about if there's going to be a change of manager and if there is, who that manager would be. When would you expect that to happen then? Is that is that imminent? Is that going to wait until the summer? Well, Does li- anyone know? Listen, you hear the Celtic supporters phoning the show. They would expect that their board is currently looking at things like this. Um, there's a new chief executive coming in. Um, and, you, you know, you can't just turn up for the first day of pre-season training and say, right, boys, what are we going to do now? Because by the first day of pre-season training, the chief exec will be away and half the squad will probably be away as well. So you do need to plan ahead um, I, I would imagine a lot of these talks are going on at the minute. Sh- Roger, for me, it should be going on right now. It should be decisions being made, plans being put forward. You can't wait to the summer. Rangers have been successful this season, in my opinion, because even the transfer window last... Stephen Gerrard, Rangers had their squad in place. They'd done their business very early. They, 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 they went for their targets. They got their targets. They had a game plan. Celtic just now, for me... Just plodding along to the end of the season, getting a, getting the results, hoping to beat Rangers at Celtic Park, and then deciding what's going to happen. You've got to make... This is a massive job. It's not just about 
whether you change a manager, and I'm not saying they will change now, Lennon, but if they do, you've got to look at what do they do with the staff? Do they do they have a sporting director, director of football? Look at the players that they'll have to be a turnaround, Gordon. This is a massive job now. It's not just a, we can do it in the summer. It has to start here and now. What does the time frame look like in, in your mind, Brian? Because Roger's right, as soon as that transfer window comes in the summer, People keep talking about a major overhaul of the squad, but Peter Lowell's not going to be there, and Dominic Mackay is, and people are now assuming that there's going to be a, a director of football. So how do you, when do you sort that to make sure that the summer runs smoothly? Well, I think that process is already underway from stories that I've seen, yep. people that are getting sounded out and interviewed, whatever recruitment agencies involved. So they've obviously started looking at candidates how far down the line it is, I don't know, that's anyone's guess, I suppose, but I'm guessing that the process has started. This all sounds, Roger, like when we talk about a rebuild of a, of a team, we, we generally mean the players, we, we usually mean that, who's going out and who's coming in. This sounds like a massive rebuild then, because you're talking to every every... Layer of the, the structure Yeah you're looking at Structural change Massive structural change The like of which Hasn't been seen at Celtic For many many years I mean Peter Longwell Is going to leave After 17 years You're talking something That changes You know Generational changes At Celtic I would have suggested New Chief Head Coming in I would think There would be a new Structure Put in place But just look at You know the number of players You know Frimpong's gone And Cham's gone El Hamed has gone um, you'll get to the summer Scott Brown is out of contract There's four players there Duffy, Kenny, El Yunusi, Laxald Who will all go back to their parent mm-hmm. clubs and, and the ones that will be the most fascinating for me When you get to the summer Odson Edward, Christopher Ayer And Ryan Christie will have one year each Left in the deals Now none of the three of them have shown Too much inclination that they're going to extend those deals So the Celtic have to cash in on three of their most valuable assets at the same time. Mm. I mean, people do come and go at football clubs, right? That happens, yeah. and and the, the handover periods and all the rest of it. Just take Scott Brown as an example. Then I wonder, and I don't know if you can tell me. I genuinely have no idea who is in charge then, or, or who's overseeing that decision as to whether Scott Brown gets a new contract or not. Because I'm not sure anyone can say with any certainty that Neil Lennon will be the manager. Peter Lawwell won't be there. Talking director of football. So does that mean that? that None of that stuff can, can be sorted out I, at the moment I, I actually think in a situation like Scott's A lot of it might come down to Scott Because I think one way or the other I think Celtic might want Scott Brown to hang around the football club Yeah. Um, so whether Scott Brown hangs around the football club As captain, as the number 8, as a first team mainstay Or whether Scott Brown hangs around the football club As a coach at Lennox Town Helping bring forward the next generation of Celtic players I don't know, but I, th- I think he's probably earned enough Bruni points, if you like. Oh over dear, the- oh dear. Let's oh. look at this. I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm in here. 17 minutes past six. Oh, over the years. We've, we've plunged to new depths. So he, uh, he, he probably deserves the opportunity to dictate his own future, if you like. Right, okay. You've ruined my night. Thank mm. you, Brian and Pollock. Good call to kick us off. Let's bring in Mark, who's also a Celtic fan from Rock Hill. What's on your mind tonight, Mark? Yeah, well, just um, just in general, I think we should back Lennon to the hilt all the way to the end of the season. Let's see how many results we get. I don't actually think it's going to be finished. I think there's a few pitfalls to be had. Um, the points, if we, if we get our games in hand, I don't see us losing too many more games, to be honest. I know we're not playing great. We're playing all right. If we hit top form, we'll be, we'll be skating. 
as in, as in Celtic can still win the league? Yeah, I still think that, yeah. Gordon DL, do, do you share the, the confidence? Um, no, I don't share the confidence. I'd like to ask Mark, because I said earlier, I said a couple of minutes ago, Gordon, that you know the, the majority of Celtic fans want a change in management, but there's, still, there's supporters out there still believe in Neil Lennon. I know that he's had a bad league oh, campaign, but since he's come into the club, he's won every trophy that he's, he's went for. Um, this year, obviously, in the league has been an absolute nightmare for him. Not just for him, but players that have been brought in, recruitment, everything, the full club. But I'm going to say to Mark there, he's asked, he's talking about still result. The, the league's gone. There's no chance Rangers will show this way. Absolutely no chance. That's gone. But Mark, if, for instance, Neil Lennon goes and gets the results that you're talking about, beats, happens to beat Rangers and, and the old firm game, are you telling me at the end of the season you want Neil Lennon to stay on as a manager? There's going to be a major change at the end of the season. I don't know what's going to happen with that. That's right, so, not my choice. Right, so you're you're just papering over the cracks then. So why, why is, for me, Celtic should be now operating now, working now, getting people in position now. That's what happened last year for me. I think that Celtic were too late doing all their business and get caught up with things that, you know, maybe one or two players mm-hmm. been brought in. It was maybe... Last minute deals that they didn't really want, but that was all that was left. Whereas Rangers already had everything in place, ready to go, ready for the off, and I think it's paid off for them. I can't argue with the arithmetic, Mark. You're quite right; it's not over yet. But when you, I think you mentioned games in hand. Celtic have one one game in hand now over Rangers. That if they win it, it would take them to within fifteen points. Say they beat Rangers twice, which is a big ask, but yeah, possible, granted. That cuts it to nine. You're then asking Rangers to lose more than three games this season when they've they've not lost any yet. That not seem extremely unlikely. Yeah, but football's a funny game, isn't it? It's not that. Going back to the board, the board have been dilly dallying for years and years. That's not that's not the point. So maybe Lowell going away, and he's done a great job. Just don't get me wrong. There's no point hanging in about to die, right? There's no point in that. That's why Lennon should walk out the door with his head high. Even if it is somebody else comes in in the season, he should walk at the door that Tommy Burns did. He's head held high. He's he's been a great servant to the club. Well, let's be honest. We're all Celtic supporters, and for Roger to say there'll be no season tickets sold next year, if we even get in, the place will be full. Come on, play the game. Hey, no, I didn't say that. What was I was reflecting? What people had been saying on this show, Mark. Um, you know, that is almost what's been the threat that has been laid before the Celtic board. You know, sack Neil Lennon or, or, you know, the money won't be coming in. It's not me saying that, it's your fellow Celtic supporters saying that. I tend to agree with you. Um, I think I've heard these threads before from supporters and they're all hollow threads and they never go through with them and they do buy the season tickets and they do buy the merchandise. But this time, I don't know whether you agree, I, I think it's been particularly vitriolic against Neil Lennon. To a quite surprising extent that I didn't think I would see Neil Lennon's been off and on the football club for 20 years he won 20 trophies he's one of the most decorated Celts of all time but the way he has been you know treated by some of your fellow Celtic supporters this season it has surprised me right Mark thank you very much 01419511025 this is the perfect time to call because we're going to get travel with Stephen and you could be coming up next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna is here, Gordon DL as well. Let's uh, hear from you. 0141-951-1025 or Twitter. If you would rather that, that's fine. At Clyde SSB. 
Um, lots of you have been getting in touch over the course of the show so far, talking about uh, well the comments we heard from from Neil Lennon saying he's he's comfortable at the moment in his position. Uh, if you want to get in touch on Twitter or on the phones, we would love to hear from you. So give us a call: oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Anne is on Twitter saying that the majority of fans want Neil Lennon out asap. Uh, Amk says no wonder he's comfortable. They're doing nothing about it. I've just translated that a wee bit um, since it's a family show. Um, and lots of people on the on a sort of similar theme. Gordon Marty says he should be embarrassed saying he's comfortable given the number of shambolic results and performances he's subjected us to this season. That unfair? Uh, it depends what he means by comfortable, Gordon. Is he meaning comfortable? He's, he's not getting a decision saying, look, the board have not come out and said, look, Neil, you've got to the end of the season, then we're going to move on, or we're going to back you now and we want to start to move forward and rebuild the club. So, with him not getting the information from the Celtic board, is he saying he's comfortable? I don't think he's meaning for one minute, Gordon, that he's sitting back thinking, oh, I'm comfortable here, I'm not under pressure. He said that. He knows the situation that he's in. He knows that he has to keep winning games. Probably inside, he knows that he's not got the backing of the Celtic supporters just now. Does he believe he can turn that round between now and the end of the season? Only Neil will be able to tell you that. But I'm not say, I'm not taking what most people are taking out the word, oh, he's comfortable. He's not sitting back in a big chair thinking, well, I've still got my job. He's a very, very Celtic man. He works very hard for the club. His achievements have been absolutely brilliant. And I agree with the caller earlier who said, even if Neil does leave in the summer, then what he's achieved at Celtic Football Club has been absolutely magnificent. Would you give him a shot of your famous recliner if he wanted to get Neil, that type of comfortable? I've got a lot of time. He's great company. He's more than welcome, but he's not getting a shot in my recliner. I need to sit in one of the other chairs. I wouldn't have thought so, right? Um, Celtic take on Aberdeen tomorrow night. Derek McInnes is dealing with his own form of criticism and pressure up there. Neil Lennon doesn't agree with that. I don't sort of read too much into that. Um, I think Derek's an outstanding manager. Um, he's done something you know not many modern day managers do he's had that longevity at, at one club and he's been very loyal to Aberdeen and he could have gone on to maybe bigger and better things at other clubs but he's he's remained loyal and, and stayed and um, I think that loyalty should be reciprocated at the minute we all go through difficult periods this season is not normal by any stretch of the imagination as we've seen not just here in Scotland but elsewhere so I think if anyone deserves a, a bit of loyalty and patience, it's, it's Derek. 0141-951-1025. That's the number David in Kilsyth has dialed. Hi, David. Hello, how's it going? Not bad at all. Are you well? I'm fine, thank you, yeah. Good man. Well, you're just hearing from Neil Lennon there, David. What do you make of it? Well, I think, um, obviously, we're very disappointed in the, in the season that's been so far. But I think we'd be very also very disappointed if Neil Lennon came out today and said... Do you know what? That's it. It's all over. We would vilify him for that as well if he just walked away from a crisis such as a respectable man he might feel as though he's um, quite responsible for. But I think he'll, he will keep his respect and stay as long as he possibly can to do the best he can. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Roger. Of course, you get that. I hear that sort of, you know, what do you want Neil Lennon to say? Of course, you know, of course he's going to say that he still has a. A level of belief or confidence that, that things can change in the future I suppose in many ways that just shows how far we've 
We've come Maybe people didn't expect To get here Given the scenes that we saw And the level of Anger and frustration Amongst Celtic fans When things were going wrong Throughout the winter um, Because of the nature of football now Most people didn't expect us To still be here In, in mid-February Rightly or wrongly No And listen We've been taking calls Along these lines Since the autumn time Since Ferenc Faros Since The defeat at Celtic Park To Rangers Since Sparta Prague Home and away um, Since Ross County in the Cup Since The other old firm game At Ibrox So As you say it, it, It's very unusual Any manager Any club That it's strung out For almost The majority of the season Gordon These mm-hmm. calls have been coming in And going on I, I just feel now It's like a End of an era Feel about it um, I always suspected A lot of people Would be leaving Celtic Park At the end of the season Whether Celtic won 10 in a row Or didn't win 10 in a row um, Peter Lowell Has already confirmed His departure And I think that's going to be The first of an awful lot Of departures Come the end of the season And we're not that far away From the end of the season Believe it or not You can see where David's Coming from Gordon In the sense that you know Neil Lennon has to speak To the press Three, four, five times a week And of course He's always asked About his own position What more can he say The, the bit that I'm looking at Our Twitter feed And the phone calls The bit that seems to Frustrate Celtic fans Yesterday Ian Bankier Sort of saying well, We don't want to rush We don't want to do anything We'll regret We don't want to be hasty And they're saying Well this was 11 weeks ago That we spoke about This review So I mean that's not hasty 11 weeks is, is not hasty In most people's I think, minds I think that's the problem That the Celtic fans have With the, the board just now You know It's 11 weeks How long do you need? Do you need to You know the season's gone You know 10 in a row's gone You know that there's a rebuilding job A new structure The chief exec's gone So I, I just don't get the fact That they're going to wait To the summer And then make all these Drastic changes Gordon I think they've got to start Doing it now Now if they decide, and they could, and I know a lot of Celtic fans will be screaming at radio, if they decide that Neil Lennon's the man to take them forward, go with it. Let them know exactly what's happening. Neil can't do anything else. He's got to go there. He's still the Celtic manager. He's made it clear. He ain't walking away. He's too much a Celtic man. Now, people will say, well, if he's a Celtic man, he should do the best for the club and leave. Neil doesn't believe that. Neil's a fighter and a winner And that's what he's carried with him Throughout his career As a player and a manager So he ain't leaving He's going to stay there He's going to fight for it Right until he's mm. told To walk out that door Gordon But I just feel that the board They're just well, they're, to, be, to be fair though That's the whole point You know there, There's a lot of structural change So maybe that all has to be Sorted out first Director of football Whatever And then he'll Assess who he wants to be manager Or what part of that conversation um, He can get involved in David is that is that the way you see it now? Although you're angry, frustrated, disappointed, whatever, at the way it's gone, is it, it has the the main anger sort of subsided now, and it's now about trying trying to plan the, for the, yeah, the future. I mean, the main anger anger's subsided. I think what what's happened now, looking at it, is it's like six weeks too late, and now if we get rid of him, it's six weeks too early. The season isn't finished yet. We all know it is, right? Let's say big boys trousers here for a minute, but we all know. The season is done. But until it's mathematically possible, you need to keep a ray of hope. Keep a, 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 a tiny level of hope there. And Neil Lennon should do that. I think he's acting very dignified. I think he's to be saluted. Also, I think he knows. In his own heart, he's finished. Chances are he's already spoke to Peter Lowell and, Lowell and Desmond Desmond and had a wee side. Okay, gentlemen's agreement, I'm off. 
I could see that in the background, possibly. But we'll see. Certainly one to keep an eye on, David. A pleasure to speak to you. Make sure you stay in touch with us. That was David in Kosaith, 01419511025. What was that? David said six weeks too late to get rid of him, but six weeks too early to get rid of him. I like that. That was quite that was quite thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Just going to bear that one in mind uh, Paul is on Twitter He says I think Neil Lennon knows deep down He's not going to be there next year As for no hasty decisions They couldn't wait to give Lenny the job In the Hamden shower It's a matter of time He's got until it's arithmetically over That's Paul on Twitter 01419511025 Let's bring in John Who's also um, a Celtic fan John, what do you make of it all? Uh, Neil's delusion mate it's like some of his statements he's had when we've been playing uh, brilliant and we've been playing garbage and he's come away with playing brilliant today. I've not seen Celtic kick a ball this season. No, Rangers are going to get a league in about four or five weeks. I'm going to be very disappointed not getting 10 in a row. As I tell you, I lost my, my whole day going to Santa Ponza. But uh, we need a guy that's going to come in there and going to stop two in a row for next season. We need a guy that's going to hit the ground running. As you see, they heard you there. Now we're in one shambles. The top to bottom. Only thing that's going good for them is the fifty thousand season tickets that roll into Parkhead and get them get their half cash money. And that's and that's COVID just now. But as I say, we're in a shambles just now. And Neil Neil's delusion. If Neil's gonna think he's gonna be on next year, I may be hit a lot every weekend. You know what I mean? It's, it's terrible he's coming out of that stadium and he's, he's done nothing. He's won nothing. He's going to win nothing this season. Well, make sure you remember your old pals at Clyde One Super Scoreboard if you do win the lottery this weekend, John. That goes without saying. I've seen the Nicky Gordon deals close he could do with some some fresh ones. So if you can sort them out. But on the football this season, you say it's Celtic haven't kicked a ball this season. What, what about recently? I know I know it's I know it might be too late and I know it might not count for much, but but surely some of the, the performances, whether it be the Kilmarnock game, St Mirren, first half Motherwell, you not seen anything at all to get you excited? No, not really, mate. Not really at all. I've not really seen the kick in the ball this season. That's, that's an honest truth in my opinion. I have not, I've not seen them. Not, it's not, not a way under Rodgers attacking Celtic flair. Not that. I've not really seen that. As we've struggled, we've been, we've been 18 points behind. We'll go 15. Well, we should beat Aberdeen tomorrow night. We'll go 15. But as I say, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's some record this year. Scudded in Europe, uh, in the European Cup, and in, in the Europa Cup. Uh, but it was knocked out of Frost County. We could go on and on and on. The Neil's, as I say, is a delusion. As I say, there's going to be thousands of season tickets. It was me now. We see the thousands of season tickets. It's not going to get renewed. Because I cause anyway for the day keep Neil. Well, this is the thing. A previous Celtic fan said that's all nonsense, and they'll be mm. there, you know, and they'll pay the money. Gordon, we'll we'll never know. We'll need to, we'll need to wait and see. I certainly, detect a frustration among Celtic fans who who feel like they're not getting value, but whether that manifests itself into non renewal of tickets, we'd need to wait and see. Yeah, well, I I sort of uh, disagree. I think that yeah, Celtic fans vent their anger. Of course, they do. Every every uh, club does it, especially Celtic and Rangers, if it's not going their own way. But the one thing about their supporters is they'll always support their club. They'll always get to the end of the season. This season ticket renewals come in. They'll go and pay it, Gordon. Because they don't want to lose their tickets. Some of them have had it for so many years, passed through the generations of families and whatever. So that I don't think that'll be a problem. It's just I think it's John. You know, John was saying there he's never he's never seen Celtic playing brilliantly this season. I can't really pick him up in an argument and think. Well, I remember one game, but Celtic haven't been bad every game, and you can't expect a manager 
just to come out every single game and say, do you know what, we're not playing well, we've not played well today. He's got to change the tune, he's got to give these encouragement to some of his players. Remember, he's still the Celtic manager, so he just can't come out, and, I know he has in the past, and he get criticised for that, Gordon. He come out and had a dig, and I thought he was 100% right, because sometimes I think the players just get away with it too easily now. And he come out and he had a go at them. But he can't just keep doing that. When they're doing well, they're winning games like in the last few, he's come out and praised them. Nothing up with that as a manager. Well, listen, some Celtic fans will say they're not going to renew. Other Celtic fans, like Mark, who was on earlier on, Gordon, said, of course, Celtic fans are going to renew. I tend to be in Mark's camp. I think they will. I think it's a sort of hollow threat. We've heard, we've heard this before. John is still exasperated. He's had a very, very disappointing season. In, in one sense, I think a lot of Celtic supporters just want the season finished now and just want to know what's going to happen by the start of next season. John, all the best in the lottery this weekend. That was John in Greenock, <laughs> 1025 Right, coming up after the travel, we're going to speak to a former Rangers midfielder who knows a thing or two about their Europa League opposition this week. I'm sure you'll figure out who that is, but I'll give you a couple of minutes to think and we'll speak to him after these. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by former Rangers midfielder Thomas Buffel. Thomas, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Hello, I'm um, fine, thank you Good stuff, glad to hear it Great to have you joining us uh, on the show You are officially our Belgian football expert And of course, as a former Rangers player I'm sure you'll have a keen interest in this week's fixture Between Antwerp uh, and Rangers How do you how do you see that one going? Rangers have obviously played Belgian opposition already this season Should they be confident of getting past this opponent? Well, they have a, obviously they have a chance. Eh? They are doing well domestically and in Europe. Uh, they proved they they, ha- they are have a, a tough side. Um, but Antwerp will be a different team than than, than Liège, I think. Um, they have more experienced players and 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 more mature, so it will be a tough game. But uh, of course, they have chances. Yeah, I mean the league table. Antwerp are second. They're seven points above Standard Liège. Are they? Noticeably better? Are they much better than than Liège or similar? How would you compare them? They played uh, last game. I think they they competed uh, against each other and mm-hmm. it was a draw. But um, yeah, if if they have full full squad available, Antwerp is stronger at at, at this time of the league. Uh, they have more experienced uh, players like Embokani, uh, Rafaelov. Uh, um, yeah, and, and and some others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they. They used to play in European football, and 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 yeah, they're much further and 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 uh, than than Liège. I know you you will know all about Rangers, but I wonder what the reaction was like to Rangers' victories against Liège because Rangers obviously managed to beat them home and away. Did that take people in Belgium by surprise? Will people now take a bit more notice of Rangers this week, having seen what they they previously achieved? Yeah, uh, they they were. Uh, yeah, they they were good. They were very positive about it. Uh, obviously, the the game in Liège was a very difficult game with with with, with the raining. Uh, was was uh, at the end of the game was was very difficult to play, but uh, but still uh, with a nice goal as well uh, from from uh, from midfield distance and nice tr- strike from uh, uh, the striker there. 
But uh, yeah, it was it was um, for for the Belgian people to watch Rangers now. Uh, yeah, again a, a stable site in, in Europe, and and and, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm satisfied as well as as ex Rangers player to see that they're doing so well. Has the new manager Verkouteren has he made a difference to Antwerp's performances? The results look as if they've picked up Thomas. Yes, uh, I, I I worked in, in the past as well with with Frankie Verkouteren and Genk and. Uh, when he came up, uh, yeah, we, we we had to work hard and and, and manage to be champion of Belgium with with Verkouteren. So uh, it's it's a tra- it's a trainer with with a lot of discipline. But uh, yeah, he uh, he he has a good eye for 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 a mixture between uh, yeah uh, uh, attacking play and and defensive play. So he asked a lot of of task of his players, uh, uh, and 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 the, the team tried to to defend and and attack together. So going forward and going backwards with with eleven players, no, with ten. Goalkeeper doesn't go forward, but uh, <laughs> okay, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good coach, and and he always uh, seems to be uh, getting a lot out of the players. And will will he have one these players to beware Kimar Roof if he gets the ball in the centre circle after that goal in Liège? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, I was uh, I was looking for the name, but I said a striker uh, who scores from uh, from midfield distance. Uh, was, of of course, was Roof and a great great shot. Um, they 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 would be. Uh, uh, be prepared for that, but um, yeah, it will be a totally different game. I think uh, it's it's a shame that that uh, yeah there are no supporters allowed because Antwerp as well has had a tradition with the supporters uh, with with a nice stadium, uh, good atmosphere, and then of course we all know the the, the atmosphere at, at Highbrook. So it's a shame for both uh, teams and for the players there there is no supporters clash uh, for a good a good uh, atmosphere. So uh, yeah, but. Uh, I'm still interested in the game and, and, and hopefully uh, Rangers can do well From your perspective Thomas Looking from a distance at Rangers this season It looks very much like they will win the league They are still unbeaten in the Scottish Premiership What have you made of the, the progress this season? Well, it's not only this season eh? the, the, the previous season as well They, they, they had some good spells and, and Especially in Europe eh? It seems to be that that uh, the the manager really um, is is an asset to the team. He can he can take his uh, experience as player uh, into the team, and uh, yeah, uh, he was a player as well with a lot of different qualities. Uh, he was a very talented and 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 technical player, but as well had the ability to to be uh, mentally strong and, and and put a lot of efforts. And I think you can see this in in the Rangers game as well. They they have uh, yeah have. Uh, the mixture of both. Eh? They have good, talented, um, um, technical players, but as well, when it needed, uh, they 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 fight for it. And uh, this is already from last season in European campaign. They they uh, they they had great results, and maybe they they yeah they 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 just had to find the rhythm to do the same in 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 domestic league because it's always not easy when you have a, a, a long run in Europe to do it well in in, in both sides. But, Maybe uh, yeah, as well. Uh, the board of Rangers was looking as well mm-hmm. for for extra players, a, a bigger squad, and and I think that that at the end uh, the reason why they can do both and and both and uh, both uh, leagues good. I, I think fans over here in Scotland, Thomas, have, have paid more attention to the Belgian league this season because Rangers played Liège, they're now playing Antwerp, but. We've got a Scotland central defender over there, Jack Hendry, on loan from Celtic at Ostend. How how has Jack performed in the in the Belgian top flight this season? Yeah, well, Ostend has has a quite good uh, good year as well, and he's doing well. And 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 
And I became a coach uh, not so long, uh, a few weeks ago, I became uh, assistant coach of Circle Blues. And uh, we have uh, David Bates, I think he's Scottish, I don't know. Yep. Isn't he Scottish? So, yes. Yeah. Right. It's nice to work with, with Scottish people, so um, he's doing well as well. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course, uh, Club Bruges is doing very well in Europe and, and as a, as, as, as a, at this moment uh, the, the best team in Belgium. But uh, yeah, in, in the past season, a lot of good talents came, came, came out of the Belgium uh, league and uh, it's always a good league for to start your career. Great stuff. We'll keep a close eye. Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully you enjoy the game on Thursday. Yes, I will All the best Good man, thank you very much That was Thomas Buffel, Former Rangers midfielder And of course knows a thing or two About Antwerp And what lies ahead for Rangers this week Let's bring in Darren Who's a Rangers fan Darren, listening to Thomas there And taking it all into account Before Thursday night How are you feeling about Getting back into European action? Yes, uh, very excited It was good to hear Thomas Buffel. Um Ex ex Rangers uh, midfielder, um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, getting back into the Europa League. I think it'll um, bounce. Obviously, get get Rangers into you know the, the Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. I think we were we were playing really well um, on the Thursday, Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to um, going there, um, and hopefully, um, obviously, my predictions two one two one Rangers. So just to see what the panel thinking that. I mean, Gordon. I'm sure the Rangers fans haven't, but maybe, maybe just me. Maybe I'm speaking personally. It feels like we kind of for, forgotten about Europe because it was away for so long. And if you go back there, it's perhaps easy to forget just how how well Rangers did to get out of that group as winners. And clearly, they will, with no disrespect to Antwerp, not going to be easy at this stage of European competition. But it's one that they'll fancy their chances in. Yeah, of course they will, and that's why uh, Darren's saying there that he fancies them to go away from home and win two one. Uh, that'd be a terrific result And it's because of their performances Gordon uh, Especially on the road in Europe They've been excellent um, You know Playing in the counter-attack With the players That they've got You know The likes of the, the, the Kents And Arfield When he was Was fit Hadges there You know They've got Camaras and, and Davis That can open up defences Ruth has Scored that magnificent goal For the halfway line So they've got players that can score goals away from home. And to add to that, they've got a fantastic defence that very seldom gives away goals, as we've uh, noticed in the, the Premier League this season. So mix that together. That's why you go to these places with confidence. It's got to be difficult, of course it is. But they must fancy their chances, of course they will. Yeah, I think Corden's right. Even the, was that the playoff round? Willem Tway, four goals away from home in the Netherlands. Uh, the 2 0 win in Liege, three goals away at Benfica. Um, you know, Rangers clearly did not struggle to score the 2 0 away at, at Poznan as well. Roger, so scoring on the road wasn't a, a problem. At, what, what was the last game? I'm just scrambling around for the, the dates. Was it that Poznan game? 10th yeah. of. 10th of December Yeah It feels like a long time ago I mean, It does feel like a long time ago Yeah it does And Daz is right Steven Gerrard's got great Attacking options To go away from home first um, You were home and away now It's not a group stage anymore So away goals do count And he will look to score And You know there's been a lot of You know Lamenting over the absence Domestically Of Alfredo Morelos And Kimar Roof But if you're a glass half full Rangers fan these this pair have been rested. I feel like well rested. They will be itching to get back, and it wouldn't surprise me at all actually if if they both started the game on Thursday night. Alfredo Morelos through the middle, Kemar Roof maybe slightly off to the side. Darren, does the points gap in the Premiership have any bearing on your 
Desire to do well in Europe if you like I suppose what I mean by that Is if you were neck and neck with Celtic right now You would be forgiven for saying Not that bothered about Europe Let's just come through it unscathed And it's a bonus And we need to concentrate on the league But given that most people think the league is Is done and dusted And it's a matter of time Does that allow you to To become extra ambitious in in your mind About what you want to achieve in Europe? Yes, I think Europe will be very difficult for Rangers. There's a lot of opposition that are that are going to be difficult um, on the road. Um, but the league is, as I think, is in the bag. Um, and it's Rangers to throw it away now. Um, so yes, I, I do think that obviously the the Europa League will benefit mm. beneficial Rangers. Um, and 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 hopefully they go. I can see is going far in that. Obviously, there's, there's there's opponents that are going to be difficult at this stage. Um, but yeah, at, at, at Ibrox, you know, at, um, anybody can come up against Rangers at Ibrox, in my opinion. Um, and then obviously it's the away leg. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think we'll do well in the Europa League. Nice one, Darren. Thank you very much. That takes us up to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. It's been a difficult year for everyone, but it's been a really difficult year for Gordon DL on Beat the Pundit. He, he's, he's, just, he's just all over the place. I mean, yeah, you got back to winning ways recently. Thank I think. you. Yeah, but you've been having a torrid. Let's be honest. It's been a really tough 2021 for him. If you want to make his life a misery, <laughs> then feel free. 01419511025. The lines close at seven, so you need to be quick. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here. Still plenty of time. We've just passed the halfway mark, so plenty of time to get your calls in. 01419511025. We kicked off hearing from Neil Lennon talking about being quite comfortable about his position at the moment. We then turned our attentions to Rangers' European game this week. Thomas Buffel giving us the expert insight into all things Antwerp. So if you've any thoughts on them, keep them coming. Anything we've missed, feel free. And of course, loads of other stories to get round. Jim Goodwin. Speaking today about his new St Mirren contract as well Let's do this first though Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right, Beat the Pundit time We've got Gordon in Kerluk on the line Who has come out of hiding after a number of years Years ago he was on the show And he lost to you, Gordon DL He's not been able to show his face since Guys, look, he's not been out of the house since it's had a devastating impact on his social life Can't face anyone, family, friends, all disowned him And he's having another go And now he's on for revenge, Gordon, is that right? I like that Yeah, that's correct I, uh, I think if I, if I don't win this time I'd have to leave my group chat and stuff And probably move country <laughs> Nothing worse that, that, the, tw- the 2020, leaving the group chat's a big step You know, Not back in your day, Gordon It was just a simple divorce but, Yeah You know, leaving the group chat's seen as a bigger well, step Well, divorce was easier Because uh, I know how we do them These days, well, plenty of experience Um what I did see when you were at home last night, it wasn't you that phoned up as a contestant, was it? No, no. no I just no. felt like the guy last night. Forgive me his name, producer Callum. Do you remember? Forgive me if you're listening. Um, he just reminded me of you because his commitment to the wrong answers was brilliant. No, he could have just passed right <laughs> if he didn't know, but he just went steaming in two footed. Yeah. Who was the Scotland manager in two thousand and four? Stevie Clark. Who gets sent off for Motherwell at the weekend? Stephen Cragen. He was just, he was committed. <laughs> he was that. so committed to the wrong answers. It was, it well, was spectacular. Uh, right tonight. Um, do you want me to switch it around again on the coin because we are having, I don't having really care more difficulty? Right, heads it's Gordon DL, tails it's Roger Hanna. I'll do it the other way round. Right, since the conspiracy theorists are out. Mm. 
<laughs> it's his tails again So you're off the hook It's Roger Hanna I, I need to check this coin I'm sure that Two tails on that coin tails every That's night incredible. I don't know what's going on uh, Right Roger Hanna up What about Gordon? Gordon What we will do is give Roger some Clay 2 to listen to That way he can't steal your answers Gordon I'll be honest right? I'll give you a wee clue to kick us off I think these are quite easy tonight So speed is going to be important If you don't know it Pass quickly And we'll move on okay Okay Right let's go You're 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who does St Mirren play tomorrow night? Uh, Apple, uh, no, sorry Livingston Who's the Partick Thistle manager? Oh, Gary Colville Who's Hibs' most used goalkeeper this season? Uh, Marciano Which club did Rangers buy Glenn Kamara from? Dundee Who is the current Kilmarnock club captain? Uh, Gary Dicker How many red cards were shown in Dundee United Livy on Saturday? Two which Japan-based tournament did Scotland win in 2006? The Kirin Cup Which SPFL side is the only one to feature an elephant on their club crest? Oh, Elgin Right, let's bring Roger Hanna back Roger, can you hear us? Yes, one of the Dazzler's favourites Bit of Crocodile Rock there in Clyde too oh, I thought it was Band of Gold or something Right, okay, let's go 30 seconds <laughs> on the clock Same set of questions to you And your time starts no. Who does St Mirren play tomorrow night? Hamilton Who is the Partick Thistle manager? Ian McCall Who is Hibbs' most used goalkeeper this season? Wolfram Marciano Which club did Rangers buy Glenn Kamara from? Dundee Who is the Kilmarnock club captain? Uh, Gary Dicker How many red cards were shown in Dundee United Livy on Saturday? Two Which Japan-based tournament did Scotland win in 2006? The Kirin Cup Which SPFL side is the only one to feature an elephant on their club crest? Dumbarton And which club did Henrik Larsson join after Celtic? Barcelona Quickly, okay I did say they were easy tonight I told Gordon they were easy And speed was going to be important How do you think that went, Gordon? Oh, he's definitely beat me 100% Well, do you know what, Gordon? I thought you were actually very good As always I'm noticing a real theme here It's the start It's the, when the contestants come yeah, on If they have a wobble at the start 100% Well, it's that, difficult to recover. that group chat will be getting deleted in the next five minutes No, 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 no. Because there's no shame in losing to Roger It's oh, the shame it's only in me Absolutely Oh, well, you would have been off the group chat Because I got most of them right nah, Funny with no pressure Right, who does St Mirren play tomorrow night? It's Hamilton So it's 1-0 if you like But Roger starts minus one So that's us level Who is the Partick Thistle manager? Ian McCall Roger goes one in front You both knew Marciano, the Hibs keeper You both knew Glenn Kamara Dundee You both knew Gary Dicker is the captain of Kilmarnock You both knew that Dundee United Livy had two reds And you both knew that Scotland won the Kirin Cup in 2006 so mm. after quite a lot of questions It's level However the e Roger knows his elephants The only side mm -hmm. in the SPFL With an elephant on their crest Is Dumbarton <laughs> And I'm afraid that was the end of the road For you Gordon He managed to stretch ahead With Barcelona and Henrik Larson I'm sure you would have got it But it's 1, 2, oh, 3, 100%. 4, 5, 6, 7 uh, Was that an 8 for you Roger Hanna? I think so yeah. Well done Roger um, And a 5 for you. Is that a 5 or a 6 I think it was 9-6 according to Well Roger gets his minus 1 of course So 8-6 eight, 8-6 six. Eight, six oh. in the end Great effort Gordon Just not quite good enough Hard lines Alright Okay cheers thank you Good Cheers man. Gordon That was Gordon and Curlick Poor Gordon to be fair Comes uh, on and gets a 6 uh, And still but, gets but I've got. I've got to say They were quite easy They tonight. were very easy Yeah I don't know The only one I didn't get Was the Kirin Cup I didn't know that That was the only one I didn't get Yeah I mean I, the so rest you knew were... that Dumbarton Had the elephant on the yeah, chest Yeah I find that hard to believe No I do 
So, you, so the man who thinks that Bevis Mugabe's Argentinian yeah, knew yeah. that, that Dumbarton so had an uh, elephant Bevis, in uh, Yeah, Mugabe's nothing okay. to do with the elephant in the strip of Dumbarton. I know that because I once actually was looking at a Dumbarton strip and I was speaking about it. I went, that's an elephant. Well, it's a really good insight as to how you knew that. Right? I, th- I thought there was going to be a, I thought there was going to be much more detail no, in that no. story. No, I was looking at the strip and I looked at the badge and I went, "Oh, they've got yeah, it's an elephant." And they said, "Yeah, that's we've got an elephant in the strip." I said, "I knew the question." <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't argue with that. Well, listen, elephants never forget. Exactly, mate. Um, and I, and if you believe that, you'll believe anything. I just. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only one I could think of. I thought you would have made up something oh, else. I couldn't. I couldn't do any better now. I wouldn't know what to say. Wait, hold on a minute. I don't know if this is true. I'll take... I know an elephant played with them, but I worked with him on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Stuart. I'll take Stuart Mack at face value. Stuart Mack is alleging that I have tossed <clears throat> eleven tails in a row. Yeah, it's in- yeah, it's incredible. God. Apparently. And he says the odds of that are one in two thousand and forty-eight. What kind of sorcery is going on in that studio? Do you know? Do you know the the? I don't even know if they still do, but years and years ago it was a. They used to go on a Sunday or whatever for a tossing club, and it was you would you would bet on <laughs> right. Okay. You, no, this is this is true. I and, just wonder where it's going. No, no, no. I, listen, I've actually witnessed it, and you would toss. You, you, you were a fully paid-up member of no, the tossing no, club. No, no I well. I, I'm not a gambler, so I, I witnessed it. And what happened was you tossed a coin, you put your money on where it would land. It was a 50-50 chance. You'd be a millionaire by now. <laughs> You'd have yeah. a fortune. Speaking of tossing techniques, mm-hmm. I hope you noticed that the mushroom was retweeting an old picture of himself and Alec Ray today. Um, this being Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, Jersey. I saw that. Disturbing. But, yeah, from a couple of years ago when they were involved in a charity yeah, d- pancake toss. I did notice that. Are you in about the pancakes today? Dazzler, no, you no, don't no. strike me as the type who would be bothered. I didn't even know, no. I don't you bother with didn't even know. I didn't no. even know, no. And plus, the fact I'm on the, the health, I'm off the job. You heard about this, Roger. He's at, he's. He's been telling me He's been taking it seriously It's, it's getting to him recently He's off He's off everything I think I fat shamed him At the weekend Because he, he I'm not fat I'm very Very healthy Sorry about but, um, that I've just went on A, a, a sort of a chocolate Addiction he, he just was, now He was doing in 20 Jaffa cakes Every night Every single night With his tea Two nope. cups of tea 10 Jaffa cakes With each We discussed it in the show We told him it was unacceptable He's not touched a biscuit Or chocolate since And how long Are you going What for the month or I'm, I'm going to my birthday And that's uh, 16th That'll be On a Tuesday night 16th of When is my birthday March And I'll have a cup of tea With Roger And yourself And I'll bring in A, a small cake Oh, that's something to look forward to. A month off, but tw- twenty Jaffa cakes, and that's as bad since the night Roger, of Christmas. Roger, she had the whole box. R- Roger, chocolates. do you know what's worse? I received a phone call on Sunday from a centre, centre, certain gentleman who says to me, "I can get you a hundred Jaffa cakes for four quid," and he's standing not too far from you. That's true. <laughs> I see that how how low my life is. Some I, I I did notice a box of a hundred Jaffa cakes for four quid, and he <laughs> thought of him straight away. I picked and, up the phone, and that that's actually. Cheaper than one packet of the ones Andy Halliday brought in at the weekend. By the way, some of them still in my drawer. Top, no way. Yeah, top notch. Yeah, oh, the show's finished. What a what a selection! I knew he would rise to the bait. The previous Saturday, we set it all up. We thought we'd publicly shame him. What's he going to bring in um, on the biscuit front? He did not disappoint. Marks and Spence. Listen, West End I was boy, qual- now can't hide class. Can you? Absolutely, applaud them. Yeah, anyway. he'll never be back in. Though the caning he took from Gordon Dale, <laughs> <laughs> unacceptable. I must admit, he took it well. Right, oh one four one nine five one. 1025 uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Gordon Loads of Gordons on the show tonight This one's from Kill McComb Hi Gordon 
Good evening, panel. How are you? Not bad at all. Are you well? Things going okay? Yeah, fine, thanks. Good, yeah, Good. Yeah, What's your just, point to uh, me? Um, I, just, it's my usual, obviously, sticking up for Celtic again. I, I just think that... Um, uh, I would like. I would like to think that Desmond Dermott's got a plan B now. We're, we're all set guessing what anything's going to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The fact that Neil Lennon's still there, uh, whether I'm happy about it or not, that's another thing. But I'll always back my team regardless. Sure. Um, and I'd like to think that the guy's a successful businessman. He's going to have a plan B, whether it's a new manager's coming in. He can't. He's with another club. Um, he, he doesn't. I, I, I just. I find it hard to believe that there's not going to be a, a plan. And. and I don't know see why they tell us about it the now. Sure. Um uh, no so and I just think with the media as well, I, I kind of put everybody in the media radio everything. They, they seem to be given uh, yeah, definitely this has not been a great season for Celtic, hundred percent. It's not they're not not, not blaming end, it's probably more their own downfall than anything, even the Dubai trip as well. But the fact that is I think it was um not Gordon, it was the Roger sorry, it was, yeah, and he was talking about no Neil Lennon's won everything since he's been here. Uh, but across the road, Stephen Gerrard's what two and a half years, hundred and fifty games, never won a thing, and he's still okay. He's going to be they've got a good chance of winning it this year. But everything's okay, and it's Neil Lennon because no. And I think he came out and said a couple of things he wasn't very happy about. So obviously, behind it, behind the, the scenes that we don't see about, uh, we don't hear about. It. We make it up. Or, or, I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking in general. Sure. If we don't know what's going on, then it, it, it's not rosy. But he was coming out making comments. People weren't no, they weren't playing for us. They weren't anything with that. So I think he's going to maybe sorted some stuff out. And so I, I don't know. I just think mm. he's, he gets a bit of a hard time. Um, see, see the thing about about the media, Gordon. But, but believe me, I actually don't feel that precious about that sort of stuff. I know Hugh Keevans does. See if you make a wee dig about newspapers. He's a well, he's, he's a long-standing newspaper man. He doesn't he doesn't take that well. Honestly, I, I couldn't really care less about defending the, you know, the, the industry, industry as a whole. But the only thing I will say for, for shows like this, any negativity or criticism that I've heard from from the media on here or whatever has been absolutely nothing in comparison to what the Celtic fans are giving Neil Lennon or some of them. Well, I, I think that they're, they're allowed their opinion, but when we, you, you, at the end of the day. You could pick and choose who you want to talk to and speak to. We've all got to put our point to the to the producer at night. He'll talk to us. He doesn't want to talk to us. Sometimes you'll say, "Well, if you start talking about uh, this, then phone in and talk about it." Sometimes we do that. We don't we, we don't get phoned back. We don't want to talk but, about but it. This is this is my point, Gordon. So you are largely on to support Neil Lennon. If I didn't want messages of support for Neil Lennon. We wouldn't have put you on, you know. That's that. That's a myth in itself. We get loads of calls on here defending Neil Lennon. In fact, we had we've only had two or three Celtic fans already tonight, and one of the previous ones was on to defend Neil Lennon and say that they could still win the league. And, and I've been heavily criticised earlier in the season for defending Neil Lennon. For, you know, for putting oh, up. You the do, sort of, yeah. You get it tight on social media for, for, the, con- for the contrasting view. Just playing devil's advocate at the time. There, there is no doubt, and this is a strange thing, Gordon. Without a shadow of a doubt, and I can't remember anything like this before where. The criticism of a manager has come far harsher from the, his own support than it has from any outside influences, you know, anyone in the media, any pundits, any newspapers, any radio stations, any TV channels. The vast, vast majority. And all you need to do is go back and, and look at the scenes outside Celtic Park the night of that Ross County game. Um, all you need to go, it's go on social media and look at the, these trending pictures of Neil Lennon with a... What's the phrase on that, that sign? The, the right? No entry Yeah, the kind of no it, entry No, it's not that, is it? It's like a kind of stop sign, if you like, isn't it? It's not I, that I, either, I, but I know what you mean Yeah, across his face So 
this is actually the Celtic support, or, or not yourself, obviously, but the, the majority of the Celtic support seem to have made their mind up about the manager. Can I come back in? Of course you can. Uh, uh, this is nothing to do with I'm banging for Neil Lennon. I'm just talking about Celtic as a club. But I think we all need to remember that this is a season like no other. The, play, the, 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 the supporters are not getting to, this, to the stadium, mm-hmm. so they can't vent their anger or whatever you want to call it. So people are putting banners up. People are using so a lot more than they would normally do. Um, so that's why everything's heightened. But likes of the, 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 the radio station as well, they can no. I, I haven't heard any anything else about the about the this, uh, the alleged Rangers incident at the weekend, and and they're talking about an investigation. How long does it take to investigate? They probably get told in Sunday lunchtime who the players were. They just need to phone up Police Scotland. Who was the guys? No bother. There's the guys. That's it. So and it was Celtic. And I'm not saying it's an agenda against Celtic. But when it was Celtic, oh my goodness, it was mm. for two or three. I remember you saying as well, Gordon. It said like, yeah. Can we go on? This is about the third or fourth night. Can we go on and talk about something else, please? We've, we've heard nothing. It's just so I, I just think, and even the panel tonight, are, no, Neil Lennon needs to move, maybe not move on that those words, but along that kind of lines. But you just hope that Celtic's got a plan. They've had a plan before. It's not been a great season, and you're talking about that the, the, the fans are, are, are venting their anger. This was one of, one of, one of the most. It's never been happened before ten in a row. So obviously, there's going to be more. Um, kind of people shouting the ball about different things because at the ten and all, if it was a normal two or three seasons, he wouldn't get half of what was going on. So we were expecting mm. a bigger fight. We never got it. Um, and we never got it for Celtic for whatever reason. We'll probably never know unless Neil Lennon writes a book. Um, so it's, it's mostly all about. I'm not blaming anybody else. It's, it's Celtic's things, but I just think it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, You're venting. That's that's mm. listen. That's what we're here for. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, yeah I, put, I put it out there at the top of the show, Gordon. That you know, they still support there for Neil Lennon from some sections of the Celtic support. Can he go on and win them back? So you know, I don't think we're being critical of of Neil. I think mostly the the, the criticism has come from his own fans, as as Roger and yourself have said, because they're the people that phone in. Um, you know, I. I I, I look at it, I just feel that Neil, as a manager, and it would have probably been the same for a Rangers manager this season, because of the importance of the league, then his goodwill of winning all the Cups and the, the, the achievements that he's had, okay, this season's been uh, different, it's been poor getting put out of the League Cup, and obviously the league's gone. Um, all the goodwill of what he's achieved before that, it seems to have, you know, a certain section of the support has sort of a gone for him. But I still believe that there's a portion of supporters out there that are still willing for Neil Lennon. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. And that's why I think Neil come out with the, the saying of, look, I'm comfortable with the situation just now. I know what my job is as a Celtic manager, and then we'll address it at the end of the season. Gordon, pleasure as always. Thank you very much. That was Gordon in Kilmacomb. Um, tweets coming in about football obviously But mostly about the tossing club Gordondale you, Ooh, You've, you've uh, sparked a few memories Will Brown says Gordon's right The tossing school was between Hollytown and Moss That's End That's it, Hollytown a, yeah. a wee place called Thankerton It's not there now, says Will So That's the one I, exactly the one I went to One Sunday afternoon I was amazed what happens And he then come. He, <laughs> I'll bet you were He then comes <laughs> in here at the weekend Roger and, and acts like he's He's not that much older than myself Or Andy Halliday Or Mark Wilson Then he comes out with this sort of stuff oh, yeah. I passed it in my chopper When I was about 12 And just looked in 
God almighty Tossing school yeah. Gordon Deal's chopper It is definitely time to move it's, uh, on it's, it's, it's definitely it's, time It's time for the full time change yeah, Absolutely Hurry this along It's a good question tonight By the oh, way no. I, no, I, I love the imagination of this question Stay tuned I'll give you the question next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and the Vice President of the Holytown Tossing Club 1974 Gordon DL with us tonight uh, 01419511025 to join us on the line was this, just, this, must have been, this must have been a stop off on the way home for the badminton and bonkle <laughs> It must have been, yeah. Listen, there's nothing better when you, go up, you take your chopper up to the tossing school I used to go as a young boy, ride my bike up there, sit and watch the lads Toss the coins, away you go, heads or tails Gordon would be a millionaire by now he probably is. I wonder if it is you, a can, li- you can go to Santa Ponza by John if you were a millionaire. He won the lottery. That's off. That's been cancelled. All oh, right. Mm. Did not hear. Um, right. Here's your question tonight, and right. I like it because I don't think we've had anything like this before, or certainly not many. If you're listening at home, pay attention to this because I know that you'll get the answers before these two do. No doubt about it. It's the crazy pony. He's back on. He says since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee in ninety three ninety four. Seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal under a manager with the same surname. So since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee in oh. 93-94, seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal <sighs> under a manager with the same surname. Now I will no 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 don't worry, don't worry. I'll help you out slightly. All the teams that you're looking for are still in the top flight. Right, okay. Right, so I've done you a wee favour there. So you don't need to worry about your Falkirk, your Dunfermline, your Airdries, etc. All the teams mentioned are still in the top flight. I've got another clue that I'll think about giving you later. Father and Son? Um, Must be in there. Yeah. Father and Son, yeah. You may tell me. Who's your Father and Son? (laughs) (laughs) Father and Son. uh, Oh, who are they? Yeah. If you're going for a name game, Smith must be one. No. No? No, 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 no. Oh. So you're going to go Gary Smith and Alex Smith at Aberdeen? No. Mm. Oh, come on, Roger. Father and son. That's a good place to start. There's only one of them. Yeah, that's So they definitely share a surname. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Team still in the top flight. Team still in the top flight, right. Oh, Clark. Just any Clark. Sandy Clark, Nicky Clark. No. This is this is good a wrong guess as we can come up with at this oh. point. What an effort that was, Gordon. Mm. I can hear the wheels turning. I can actually oh, hear yeah. them from the sh- outside. I can hear the public's wheels turning out there. Because oh. I, I think we're going to get some good answers on that. Not from you two at the moment. No. I didn't think it would be too hard, I must admit. I thought you would get... And especially now that he's on to the fact that there's a father and son in there. And this team are still in the top flight. <sighs> Well I give you my second clue Just to speed things yeah. along a little bit None of these are Rangers or Celtic ones right? Oh that helps Oh, Well you've, it does help Because you've now only got 10 teams to choose from Stephen Robinson's boy never scored at Motherwell Harry did not, no No Oh, oh Dre Wright and Tommy Wright It's in mm, Johnson No No We're getting there oh, oh, I feel like I should give you that though Because you might, you might That might have happened There is another Tommy Wright what other oh. rights played for St. Johnson? Oh, Fraser Wright. Yes, Fraser Wright. Yeah. Okay, we're up and running. Fraser Wright scored under Tommy Wright for St. Johnston. 
<sighs> That's a good one isn't it um, I can't believe you've not got the father and son yet I know it's doing my head in uh, Father and son Good goal son Ooh, Kenny Vines straight in with one of the good Since ones 93-94 Shields, Kenny Shields Yes, Kenny Shields and Dean Shields Well, well done, done Dazzler that, So that's the only father and son That's the only um, Let me check Yes, unless I, there's something I don't know mm-hmm. um, About Steady. The, the, the relationships here, right Yes, so we'll leave it there, right Since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee 93-94 Seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal Under a manager with the same surname Couple of clues The teams involved Are all in the top flight still And No old firm Managers involved So Fraser Wright Who scored under Tommy And Dean Shields Who scored under Kenny We've got five To get We will leave it there Any St Mirren fans out there We're going to hear from Jim Goodwin On his new contract Very soon Let's bring in Grant Who's a Rangers fan From Darville Hi Grant how you doing, guys? Not bad at all. You yeah, well? As you know, I've been on, as you know, I've been on the show a few times, and uh, I've been listening with uh, with much amusement over the last few weeks about um, mm-hmm. Celtic fans calling in, and it's getting to the stage now where Rangers been magnificent over this season, as we know the look, guys. Uh, we've conceded eight goals. We've not been beating the league. It's between us and Sport and Lisbon to see who's going to be the statistical champion of Europe with uh, with. Uh, goals against and no losses and things like that. We're in the last 32 of Europe on uh, Thursday night and all I've heard is talk about a, a manager, I'm not even going to mention his name, that's not going to win the league and his fans, his own fans don't want him. What is the, what is the problem with talking about uh, talking up a team that's playing in Scotland that's, that's beat all in front of them basically in Europe apart from Davit by a Leverkusen. Our results have been magnificent and all we hear is Talk of other things and distractions, and if I wasn't such a level-headed man, I would think a few people at Radio Clyde are uh, disappointed. Well, go on then. The floor is yours. Talk them up. I, I don't need to, but I think I think as as ambassadors of Scottish football, the media should be talking Rangers up. It took these forty-five, fifty minutes tonight to mention that Rangers were playing in Thursday night in Europe in the last thirty-two yeah. round. I know that, that's the thing. You're right. We are wrong. So we're now giving you the platform. That's the beauty of a phone-in. So. You can undo all of our horrible work And you can talk up Rangers On you go I think I've just said all I have to say But do you guys not think that you should be For the sake of Scottish football talking it up the, the thing is Grant I keep giving you the chance to do it And then you see, keep sort of throwing it back on us Which makes me think that you're actually not that keen to do it So we, we, I think Rangers have had An awful lot of praise this season Both in the newspapers and in the radio And rightly so And if it makes you feel better Grant I will happily add my voice to it They have been um Supreme this season um, I think that goal they conceded against Hamilton late on Only the 8th of the season um, I've said a few times in the show That on day 1 of the season we'll do title predictions And you could have made an argument for Celtic winning the league You could have made an argument for Rangers winning the league What I don't think anyone could have made an argument for Was that in the middle of February Rangers would be 18 points clear Rangers would only have dropped 8 points all season They would only have conceded 8 goals all season um, they would have had a right back scoring 17 goals And however many assists he's had as well And as well as being champions elect They're going into a game on Thursday night Where they have a very winnable tie To go into the last 16 of a European competition So I don't think, um, you know, with Alec Ray, Andy Halliday 
And mother will, <coughs> mother will fan Gordon DL on the show. Yeah, they're, I, I, they're all distraught. They're absolutely I, gutted I, about I, it. I don't. I don't think there'll be a lack of credit for Rangers in this and show. And plus, a fact, Roger. Uh, before uh, quarter past six, ten past six, I was lauding about how good Rangers went about their business this season. Uh, at the beginning, the transfer, how they were organised, they prepared for a Saturday season. So. We've given them a lot of praise, Gordon. How is the race for the statistical champions of Europe coming along, Grant? It wasn't one I was aware of. Are Rangers ahead of Sporting Lisbon on that? Is it neck and neck? There was a Greek team, Sporting Lisbon and Rangers, uh, were the only teams undefeated in the league up until the weekend. And they, I think it was Olympiacos, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's now Rangers and Sporting Lisbon mm. who have got the statistical uh, superiority. None of them have lost any games. In the league, uh, Rangers are ahead in goal difference, so it's it's now who breaks first, if you like, uh, which I think is quite a, quite a fantastic feat, to be honest with you. Are you confident of doing the business on Thursday? Well, I'm never confident, uh, but what I would say is uh, no team's confident playing Rangers nowadays in Europe. We've beaten some of the best in Europe, home and away, and um, years ago it would have been, oh, let's hope let's hope we can keep it down to one 0 or 2 0 defeat away from home. Now we're going there with the confidence of winning, and that instills the fear in other teams. <laughs> yeah, does, does that does that make in a weird way? Because we'll never shake off that thing that Scottish people do. Grant, does that make you uneasy? You know, that you now maybe go into European ties not as underdogs. I never go in overconfident. I never go in because football, European football, has always got that wee different edge to them. The way they play football and the way they can break us down. But I think Gerard has turned that round in the Rangers team, and we are now playing there sort of uh, tactics away from home we're, we're soaking it up well the defence is playing well and we've got players that are clever enough to hold on to the ball interlink one twos get to their box and we can finish and it's a big difference we're not just lumping the ball anymore and, and defending for grim death yeah what well, what was the goal again where Rangers did Rangers not score from their own byline was that was that Benfica away I don't yeah, mean they shot uh, yeah, from their own byline uh, I mean they, they worked yeah, the ball from yeah, their own byline that was, that, was that Benfica mm-hmm. away you might be right um, yeah so You know Grant's right Gordon They've had You don't Get out of a group like that Or top the group And get out of the group Last season And keep have, You know without Having solutions To, to th- things that Europe will, will cast up Yeah but where the confidence Comes from Gordon It's built from A solid Goalkeeper in defence And it allows the midfield players And the front men To go and express themselves Take the risks of You know Getting more players forward Creating more chances because they know behind, they've got a very, very reliable back four and a terrific goalkeeper. And that's all down to the fact that that's what the manager's built this season. It's worked brilliantly for them in the league. Uh, as you see, with the fact that I think they've only lost, what, eight goals, which is incredible. Um, can they go on all the way this season and, you know, remain undefeated? That's a big question. Mark Wilson, ex-Celtic player. He fancies them big time Thank you very much That was Grant in Darville 0141 Any more on this teaser? What about uh, Just now Callum Davidson And Murray Davidson Brilliant Well done Callum Davidson And Murray Davidson Whoever is texting Gordon DL These answers Keep them coming You're doing a great job uh, um, Nobody's texting me You can have a look at my up, phone what, I, I'm not going what, anywhere Near that thing what, what about Daz's pal Billy Davis and John Davis No 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 um, up Murray Leckie's another one That's got the, the answer you're looking We'll leave it there just now No we're fine That's no, okay we're, You're ticking along just nicely You've got What you got Three down Four to get 
No problem with that at all Let's hear a bit from Jim Goodwin He says he's out to end years of underachievement at St Mirren After signing a new deal yesterday The Buddy's boss says he's always felt that they've been capable of more And he wants to show that going forward In terms of where I think we can take the club I think we're only at the tip of the iceberg if I'm being honest We made some bold statements in the summer About wanting to become a a top six club consistently We're in the mix at the moment You know, we're not quite there yet We've still got to go and win three games Before the split to guarantee it But, um, you know, we're right there at the moment And we believe that we're capable of doing it But um, I've always felt that the club underachieved Even when I was here as a player You know, I always felt that we didn't quite have the success that we should have had, you know, obviously everybody talks about the League Cup final win in 2013, which is, um, you know, our most recent bit of silverware, but you know, we should be aiming to try and get to a cup final, you know, every year. It's as simple as that. And I know it's a, a hell of a tough task because of the competition that's there, but that's got to be our motivation and our aim um, is to try and achieve that uh, if we can. Mark is a St Mirren fan from Paisley on the line. Is that stuff music to your ears, Mark? Good evening, guys. Yes, and well, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Hello. To you all. So, yes, of course. Um, I've always said, um, some men have underachieved. I like the way Jim Goodwin speaks. He's built a good team, and in recent years, it's been very rare for St. Mirren to beat Celtic Rangers. Aberdeen in a season, never mind in cup games, whatever. I think Jim Goodwin is a very good manager. I think he's got the team playing very well. He's brought in excellent, excellent people for Every single position Yeah it seems like Roger Hanna The, the club clearly agree with, with everything Mark's saying And that's why they've On one hand rewarded him And on the other Protected themselves Should he do such a good job That someone else Has a wee look at, at What he can do for them Yeah um, A lot of football management Is about recruitment um, The better players You can manage to bring in The better your team Will tend to do um, I was quite impressed I saw bits and bobs of Aloha Under Jim Goodwin Covering games mm-hmm. for Super Scoreboard and I was always impressed by the way Alawa played football. Um, and then Jim has taken that with him into St Mirren. And he's put together, you know, quite a, a decent team. They're taking over from Oren Kearney. You remember Oren Kearney left after a, a dramatic playoff semi-final to, to stay in the league. Oh, Jim Goodwin's built on that. And some of the guys he's brought in, you know, Jack Anik in goal has been a terrific signing. Conor McCarthy, Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy, Richard Tate, he's rebuilt the defence. You know, Jamie McGrath's come in, Jake Doyle Hayes has come in, he's sort of rebuilt that midfield. He's got Dylan Connolly down the side. And although he's injured just now, I think he sees Eamon Brophy as being the future up top in the team. So he's slowly, through two or three transfer windows, transformed St Mirren, the look of St Mirren. I think he's transferred, transformed their fortunes as well. They've got a lot of games coming up, vast majority at home. And if they get into the top six, I mean, this could be St Mirren's most successful league performance in 30 or 35 years, Gordon. Top six, Mark, is that very much on this season? We'll, we'll finish in the top six. We have surprised people left, right and centre. We beat Celtic at Celtic Park for the first time in 
30 odd years we beat Rangers in the cup I don't know if we've lost points to Aberdeen this season but I thought even a nil-nil at the weekend was a disappointing result that might show how far St Mirren have come Gordon if they're going up to mm. and I know Aberdeen are not in great form but if you're if you're disappointed with that type of result away at Pataudry which traditionally would be one of the sort of third or fourth hardest places to go then that may be yeah I think I, I think um, Jim stamped his own mark on it now I think his recruitment this summer was was very good the players that he brought in he plays attractive football I think if they beat Hamilton tomorrow night they leapfrog into that top six position They've been to a semi-final in the cup. They're obviously Jim's got ambitions to go two finals uh, every year, which is going to be very difficult. Of course, it is because a lot of good sides out there. But uh, I'm not surprised that they've tied them down, Gordon. Um, and I've got to say, as much as Jim's been good for St. Mirren, I think St. Mirren's been good for Jim because Tony Patrick and the board there have really backed their manager. All right, thank you, Mark. That was Mark and Paisley. Oh one four one nine five one. 1025 I'm liking the response on Twitter to this question We're looking for since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee in 93-94 Seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal Under a manager with the same surname You've got Murray Davidson who scored under Callum Fraser Wright who scored under Tommy at St Johnson And Dean Shields who scored under his dad Kenny at Kilmarnock I can see Billy Nicol and Graham Gunyon Christopher Wren, David McGregor um, Terry Monroe, Stephen McLean All throwing answers in here Loads of people Very popular question I like Conroy's answer He says What about Pedro Cachina and Jimmy Cachina? <laughs> um, I'm afraid not No um, Right what else have you got? I've got, I've got a cracker Go for it Dave. I'm just thinking modern I'll day I'll decide if it's a Well modern day stuff for me with the Davison I'm going because it's not Ranger Celtic Livingston, Gary Hall and Jason Hall Superb, well done Jason Holt has indeed scored under Gary Holt anymore You can, nope. hear, you can hear his phone beeping for the no, studio, can't you? Uh, do you um, know something? You do not get any credit in this what show about, uh, Thomas Brooks and Stuart Ferguson have one of the ones that you're looking for What about we Joe Miller? Yes At Aberdeen Brilliant Okay, we'll leave it there, you've got two to get, we'll get them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Which means we are going to take more calls We'll hopefully hear from more managers And we need to get the answers to this teaser So we're trying to take on quite a lot in the next 10 minutes or so Since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee in 93-94 Seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal Under a manager with the same surname now the teams involved are all still in the top flight They're all non-old firm as well So I'll give you a wee clue there Murray Davidson has scored under Callum Fraser Wright for Tommy Wright Jason Holt for Gary Dean Shields for his dad Kenny And Joe Miller for Willie Miller And Alex Miller at Dundee oh. So you've got two oh, to Aberdeen. get uh, What did I say? Dundee I have no idea where that came from What Sorry. about um, what about Tommy Burns and Hugh Burns at Kilmarnock? No Oh what a shout Roger And Wrong but Alec Bone and Jimmy Bone at St Mirren? Nope. Jonathan Moore has got an unbelievable shout and it's one of the ones that you're still looking for. So well done to Jonathan. The only thing I'll say, not not the one Jonathan's given you, but see the other one? Mm-hmm. You, you've kind of almost got it already. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a sneaky one. 
We've kind of got it Yeah If that makes any sense it Makes sense in my head I, I can tell by the look on your face You don't quite agree And what what sense have we almost well, got We've it? mentioned the manager The yeah. manager's been mentioned Yeah I mean So it's a double one This guy has been mentioned as a manager But in, in this occasion he's the player I've just said it I've just mentioned the names a couple of minutes ago What was the last one you got? Miller Right so did Willie Miller score for Alec Miller? Yes ah, See what I mean? Yes. Ah, right. That was so clear of me, wasn't it? Right, Willie Miller has scored for Alex Miller Which means you've got one more to get And it's the hardest one, for sure mm-hmm. I have no doubt about that whatsoever uh, Let's hear a bit from Derek McInnes Celtic up against Aberdeen tomorrow night I, I guess both managers under a level of, of pressure from their own fans Given the way things have been Here's what Derek McInnes had to say on that topic as a manager, you, when you take a, the role on, you've got sympathy for the challenges that all managers have to go through at some stage. You know, um, you know, it's, it can't always be a bed of roses, and if it was, it was it'd be great. But the reality and, and, and life, you get thrown challenges and difficult periods that you got to navigate your way through. So, you know, for myself, we've been through tough times before, um, and you, you've just got to trust yourself, trust your your team, trust how you work to to get through it, knowing that there's better days ahead, and that's what we. Continue to strive for Looking forward to that game Tomorrow Let's bring in Ian Who is a Celtic fan In the West Midlands What's on your mind Tonight Ian? Yeah good evening gentlemen uh, but First time called us A pretty wee bit gentle on me ah, don't, Great uh, to have I'm you going, I'm going back to the uh, The Celtic uh, Story I've got a, a question To put to the panel really mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of problems uh, Or a lot of uh, Debate over Neil Lennon But I'm a Neil Lennon supporter And I'd like to know who the panel think would come into that position and uh, probably profit from it and make the team better, make the club better. I've also uh, another point. Okay, let's do that one first then. And you hear this a lot, Gordon. Um, well, who, who else? Who can come in? Who can do better? I, I get the feeling the Celtic fans don't necessarily feel like they need a name. They, they just want a change. But is there any outstanding? I sort of. And I mean, the guy, the guy Neil Lennon's still in the job, so yeah, it's, so it's you tough don't to like... name. <laughs> Individuals, but I guess that yeah, these are strange times. You're right, and if Neil's not there, I, I sort of disagree. I think the Celtic fans are looking for a name, Gordon. Um, you know, I think they were spoiled with Brendan Rodgers. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean. I mean, I don't mean a name in terms of profile. I'm talking about. It's not that they're saying we need to get rid of Neil Lennon and replace him with, and they've got. Uh, yeah, this, they've this, not. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that way. You're allowed to ask for change without knowing what's next. Yeah, well, that's up to the the board if you're going to change to get the right um, person in the position uh, and obviously see what his plans to take the club forward are. But I think you're correct. You're talking about someone just now that's actually in the job. He's a manager. He still believes, Neil still believes, deep down inside, I think, that if he can keep winning and turning things around, um, then he's got a possible chance of leading Celtic into next season. And I know that the majority of Celtic fans don't agree with that, but he will believe that. But um, Matt Wilson said here as an ex-Celtic player that he doesn't think the the Celtic job now is, you know, is 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 such a big catch as job because of the work to be done. I th- I think there'd be a lot of top managers out there interested in taking on a Celtic job. Ian, just out of curiosity, do you believe that this could somehow? Actually be resolved by Neil Lennon Still being the Celtic manager next season Are there any Celtic fans out there Who still believe that's the case? I 
I do believe that's the case. I don't think it's the majority of Celtic supporters that want Neil Lennon out. Uh, I think there is a, a loud minority that have put their case forward. But personally, I think that he is still the best man for the job. I still think that given next season, uh, or I haven't written off this season totally, you know, I'm an, op- I'm an optimist, a major optimist, but uh, I still think that given the funds, given the backing, uh, he can he can maybe turn this turn this around next season. Roger, I, I we'll, I'll never know because they take Ian's point that sometimes people can can shout louder than others, and it can it can yeah. give just based on on being here and soaking in social media reaction in the phones. I was surprised to hear Ian say that it's the major, it's a minority of Celtic fans that that want change in the dugout. Maybe I'm wrong. That's just my no, gut from I, what from what I, I see. I tend to think it's a majority. I have to say. Um, I don't think uh, Listen I like Neil Lennon um, Go back many years With Neil Lennon But I just think There's just a sort of End of an era feel About Celtic at the minute um, Perhaps Some of that's down to Peter Lowell going um, And an imminent Well I'd say imminent It's actually started An exodus of players And I would be surprised If Neil Lennon Was still manager Come the start of the next season But you never know You know A new sporting director Could come in with a new chief executive They could decide to To reinvest in Neil If you like And give him uh, You know the, the finance To go and have another go At winning back the league title uh, Ian what was your second point? The second point was about The new CEO coming in mm-hmm. And the amount of backing That he is going to give the club I mean is that going to fall down to uh, Neil Lennon Down to recruiting or, I mean, how you know what sort of investment are they going to put into the club? Uh, going back a wee bit to the point that the panel made, uh, I mean, I still believe that the amount of season tickets sell next year, I mean, I think it's only, what, three or four weeks away before the club put in, uh, start putting out applications again for season tickets. I think the majority of them season tickets are going to be taken up straight away. Yeah, Roger, it'll be interesting to see the timing on that because we spent a, a portion of the show earlier talking about these things that you hear about Season ticket sales will be down unless Celtic do. We don't really know whether that's an empty threat or not until the time comes around. You you wonder how much the Celtic board will will bear that in mind and how how much the timing of season ticket renewals will be lined up with any announcement on manager, sporting director, whatever it may be. And listen, season tickets don't need to be sold on day one. Um, the uptake on day one might not be very good. Who's to say? It might be excellent. But I do feel that people generally, not just Celtic fans, football fans, want to get back in and support their club. They've missed it. They've missed the, the chance to go and see their club, to support their club, to watch the football, to get the day or the night out. And I think there'll be people keen to get, buy season tickets because they believe by August they'll be able to get back into grounds at least in some type of number. And also... Celtic fans must have at the back of their minds Even the ones who don't want to see Neil Lennon in charge next season They must have at the back of their minds that Come the first day of the season It could be a new look team With new signings With a new manager With a new sporting director With a new chief executive And a whole new feel good factor about the place again Uh, Thank you very much Ian In the West Midlands First time we've had the pleasure So make sure you stay in touch with us That was Ian A Celtic fan on the line Um, Just going back to the managerial pressure cooker, if you like, with you know Neil Lennon versus Derek McInnes tomorrow. I think we've established then that, that. Oh, could you try again? That's, that'll be my watch speaking back to me for some reason. <laughs> Going to look into that in the future, make sure that doesn't happen. Um, 
Neil Lennon I think We're past the stage of Neil Lennon's job being at stake If he doesn't get one result Aren't we I mean that yeah. that That's done Um Where's where's Derek McInnes at? The public backing more than once from from Dave Cormack going to Celtic Park. They're sort of underdogs anyway. So going to Celtic Park twice, I think, in eleven days, yeah. ten days. I, listen, I, I I tend to again. I'm a fan of Derek McInnes because I go back fifteen or twenty years and remember Aberdeen scrambling about at the bottom of the Premiership table and you know mm. struggling in the bottom six, not getting anywhere near cup semi finals or finals. Um, however, I know that's not a popular opinion among Aberdeen fans at the minute. Um, if you're looking at Aberdeen today, um, Derek McInnes having knocked back Sunderland and Rangers is handsomely paid. It's not that long ago he signed a new contract extension. Um, if an Aberdeen board want to get rid of Derek McInnes, it cost him an awful lot of money, Gordon. And at the minute, I don't think they're willing to. Put an awful lot of money towards that Right, we've got work to do on this teaser before we go Since Neil Duffy scored for Jim Duffy's Dundee in 93-94 Seven other players have scored a Scottish top flight goal Under a manager with the same surname I gave you a bit of a clue All the teams involved are still in the top flight And none of them are Celtic or Rangers You've got Murray Davidson under Callum You've got Fraser Wright who scored for Tommy You've got Dean Shields who scored under his dad Jason Holt for Gary Holt Joe Miller and Willie Miller um, so you've got one more to get. Is it Kilmarnock? Oh, Roger. Gordon DL. You I, got any thoughts I on I have it? no idea. I'm out. You out completely? Yeah, I'm out. Could it is Kilmarnock. Could it be Chris Johnson for Alan Johnson? Ah, superb, honestly. What a shout that is. Chris Johnson under Alan Johnson. Any chance of you getting that one, Gordon DL? Absolutely no chance. Too busy reminiscing about the old tossing club, aren't you? Don't worry, we could bring that back for you someday, I'm sure. Gordon DL, thank you. Roger Hanna, thank you. But as always, the biggest thanks goes to you. Thank you for your tweets and your calls and for just listening along quietly as well. Much appreciated. Good to get a bit of a, a football fix. I know there's not a great deal going on at the moment, so always a pleasure between six and eight. We'll do it again tomorrow. Big games tomorrow, actually. Celtic, Aberdeen, St Mirren, Hamilton, Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday will be here building up to Antwerp Rangers as well. So we look forward to joining you then. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher, he's up next. One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.